There are incredible people in the world doing great things. It has been such a fantastic experience to talk to so many parents about their unique experiences in parenting special needs kids. I'm touched by their strength and sincerity, and I'm pushed forward by their desires to do what's best for their children. I feel a little less guilty when I hear their descriptions of how hard it can be. Today, I'm talking with another mom, but here's the thing. Her kids are both totally healthy and don't have any significant challenges. But over the past two years, she has been doing everything she can to make a difference in the lives of thousands of families, families like ours. In January of 2013, my baby girl Betty was born. Later, we discovered a chromosomal deletion that would affect the rest of her life. I created this podcast to share the stories and struggles of special needs children and their families. This is episode 13 of Bringing Up Betty. I'm Sarah Evans. Today, I'm talking with Robin Rosenberger. For me, this was one of the most emotional interviews I think I've done. I think as parents of special needs kids, when people praise us or say things like, oh, I don't know how you do it, we just kind of shrug it off because we feel like we're just doing what any parent would do for their child if they had to. But Robin is doing something extraordinary, and partly I think it's extraordinary to me because she doesn't have to. And to me, that's remarkable. Here's her story. In 2012, I was living in Seattle and I had one son who was about one year old at the time. And my nephew was about to have his second birthday party. And I was trying to think of something creative to give him as a gift. And my husband had given me a sewing machine a couple years earlier that I had never used. And I thought, I'm going to make him a superhero cape. So I think I had previously maybe made one baby blanket, but this was like my second ever sewing project. So I made a cape for my nephew and I thought like it was cute. And I, so I like made one for my son and I made one for our dog. And then I made them for like friends, kids. And I thought like, Oh, this would be like really fun to sell on Etsy. You know, I was like, had a full-time job. And then it, you know, I was just like sewing capes, you know, one or two. (laughs) And, um, during that time I had also been pretty religiously following the blog of a girl named Brenna who was born a few months after my son with a very severe skin disorder called Harlequin ichthyosis. And her mom writes this beautiful blog called Blessed by Brenna. And I got enthralled with their story and I was reading the blog every day. And I very clearly remember the time that I was rocking my son and reading her blog on my phone. And I just had this aha moment that Brenna needed a cape. And I'll never forget that moment because I had no idea what that would be the beginning of, but that was the beginning of my story. So I contacted her mom and I sent her and her sidekick brother superhero capes. And that was in January of 2013. What I hoped that they would get from me giving them a cape was that 
a stranger from the outside who was observing their life and their journey recognized that it was extraordinary and recognized that the things that she already has overcome and the things that as a family they had endured was like beyond normal capacity. And I knew it was a difficult journey, but that they were doing it amazingly. But I thought that if maybe they just felt happy when they opened it, that that would be enough, (laughs) you know? Um, But they did get it. And they, you know, they were like, oh my gosh, since she was born, we've been calling her our Supergirl and the cape is, you know, it's so fitting and she is our superhero. And so it was like very fulfilling to me. And I thought like, I've got to send more capes. And so I reached out to 10 other families who I found through their Facebook pages online and sent them capes. And it kind of just like became like something I couldn't stop doing, you know? And now we're about a little more than two and a half years in, and we sent over 6,000 capes to kids all over the world um, who are battling some sort of illness or disability. Since those first 10 capes, Robin has never had to seek out a single kid. They have all been brought to her. Kids will put a picture of them in their cape, and then you know the kids in their little community will get nominated for a cape. So we'll have, I'll kind of like see how it works because we'll get, you know, like 10 kids in a row nominated who are all battling the same form of cancer. Or, you know, we, there's a community of kids who are born with clubbed feet. And so all of their families will nominate their kids. And so it's really neat because there's a bunch of little communities within Tiny Superheroes. But what I really love about it is that it brings all these families together who are maybe battling different things, but the journeys are quite similar. Even though Robin had some experience with the special needs community, she really had no idea what she was getting into with this project. I grew up with my mom was a special education teacher. And so I had like, you know, I was like familiar with some of the community, but, but really I had no part in the community. And I didn't really know that there was a community. And I feel like that is like the biggest gift that I have been given through this because I have met the most amazing people and learned the most amazing things as a human and really as a mom that I really never would have gotten. Right now I have two kids who, you know, thankfully are healthy and But I am like so grateful to be part of this community where people ask me all the time, like, oh, like, isn't it sad? You know, you're dealing with like families whose kids are sick or dying. And like the remarkable thing is that like, it's not sad because these families like aren't sad. I think we from the outside expect that, you know, like, how would you ever deal with that situation or with that diagnosis or that prognosis? But But when they're in it, they just like come up with the most like amazing strength. And that is what radiates out of them. And it's contagious, you know? And so really like the families that I meet who are dealing with the most unimaginable circumstances have more joy than the families in my life who have no struggle. Her business, Tiny Superheroes, is one that everyone can be a part of. 
I call Tiny Superheroes a tiny cape company with a super big mission. And our mission from day one has been to empower kids as they overcome illness or disability. All of it has been trial and error. But I had the idea that if for every cape that somebody purchased, because at the beginning it was like selling capes to for dogs and stuff like that. I was like, well, what if every cape that's purchased, another one is given to a tiny superhero who is overcoming? And that like thankfully has um it, it's really neat like I'm really happy that that part of my idea from the beginning has never changed and so that's kind of how we're structured so we sell superhero capes and we donate one for every cape that's purchased and then we also have an option where people can just simply sponsor a cape to a child on our waiting list we never wanted money to be the obstacle between an amazing kid getting their cape and frankly, I learned pretty quickly that medical bills stack up like beyond anything I could have comprehended before overnight. And so families with children who are overcoming something can come to our website and nominate their kid. And we just love to learn about their story. So we ask questions like, what are their tiny superpowers? Um, what is their diagnosis? Who are their sidekicks? And then they're added to our waiting list. And so whenever a cape is purchased, that purchaser will sponsor a kid from our waiting list or whenever someone just wants to sponsor a kid. Um, and then we're able to kind of tell the people a little bit about the person that they empowered, which I think is equally important. Robin's mission goes far beyond empowering these kids. She wants to change the way we see kids with disabilities. My mission is to empower kids today. But my bigger mission is I would really love for tiny superheroes to be one avenue that could change the way that the world thinks about illness or disability in children. We hear like so many stories about like bullying in schools and stuff like that, which can apply to anybody, but certainly I think kids with special needs face daily. But then I was thinking like, but even like as an adult, and I feel like, you know, I'm a compassionate adult, I have trouble knowing how to handle situations. And um, so I was thinking like about how like the superhero cape can play into that. And I've seen it firsthand kind of like revolutionize the way that I can think about it. So I think like before any of this started, if um, I have this one awesome tiny superhero named Gabby and I just totally love her and she's wheelchair bound and she doesn't communicate except for like with her amazing eyes and I think that a few years ago had I been at the park and Gabby was there with her mom would I have what would I have done you know because I certainly would have been interested in hearing their story and I certainly would have wanted to know her but I think I would have been scared of offending them and and so to avoid offending them, I kind of just ignore, right? Which then is offensive, you know? And I was like, this is so crazy. Like, but then like when there's a kid in a wheelchair with a superhero cape on it, there's this like immediate avenue for a conversation. And it's as simple as like, I love your superhero cape. And then it gives the family this amazing tool to be like, he's definitely our superhero. Or yeah, you wouldn't believe Gabby's superhero powers. And I think that it could work. And 
um, I know that for me, it has like totally transformed my mind. And I now, much to my husband's like anxiety, love approaching families. And I found that they love talking to me, you know, and they want to share their story and they want you to say hi and they want you to ask questions. And there's certainly like appropriate ways to do all of these things. But like the fear I had before is like, not how I want to live. And it's also not how they want to be treated. And so I'm hoping that this, this idea can like really change the way that we approach families and that we can approach them the same way that we would want to be approached. And so I don't know, we'll see, but like, I think it's so awesome when I see kids in the hospital wearing their capes and it just, it just is this common ground that we all have and we all understand superheroes and it's just really simple. Robin wants tiny superheroes to be a movement to help everyone understand differences in a new way. But despite the virtue of her mission and this project, Robin has still met challenges. I would say if these things can exist at the same time, this has with no doubt been one of the most incredible experiences of my entire life. But simultaneously, I am confident it's been the hardest thing I've ever done. For a while, it was incredibly challenging to figure out how this would be sustainable. And I didn't want it to be something I did for a year. Like, I want it to be something that's like a movement where Tiny Superheroes is something that you understand as a way of understanding differences in a new light. And for that to be successful, I think this has to be like a long term project. And, you know, it. It doesn't cost a lot of money to make one cape, but it costs a ton of money to make 6000 So um, it was, it's been such a journey for me spiritually and mentally to overcome my fear of failure because like at this point, I'm completely invested in it and I feel like there's people who are counting on me and what if I couldn't make it work? And I think in the past, I probably would have quit, you know, like it was that challenging that really it would have been easier for my family if I had just gone back to a day job. Um, but I have been so inspired and like I have seen people overcome so much fear that like I'm choosing to just push through. And so it has been such a difficult journey, but one I wouldn't trade for anything and it is definitely still a work in progress and it might be for a long time, but, um, but I'm just like grateful that, you know, we've made it to today and every time that I feel like I'm in a corner, I mean, there was, I would say the majority of this journey has been in debt, right? <laughs> um, something comes along and it, it, I know that this is where I'm supposed to be and I'm grateful that I've like kind of found my calling in a way. It's incredible to me that despite great challenges, Robin has kept going even though she didn't really have to. Here's one of the reasons she keeps making capes. The whole concept changed for me pretty early on, which I think is what I keep in the back of my mind as to like why I will push through this. And um, I got an email from a father who had a son who had just received a cape and I didn't know the family personally, and he had emailed me to let me know that his son had passed away and that the cape was so meaningful to their family. And 
was so representative of how they viewed their son that they chose to have him buried in his cape. And it was very unexpected and very powerful for me that something as simple as like these two pieces of fabric that we're putting together could be that meaningful. And like, I knew at that moment that like, there was no way I could stop. Robin Rosenberger is the founder of Tiny Superheroes. She lives in St. Louis, Missouri with her husband and two kids. You can find her on the web at tinysuperheroes.com. To support Robin's Cape Crusade, she would encourage you to think about the children in your life who might love a cape. Consider purchasing a cape for them, and with that purchase, a cape will be donated to a child who is overcoming disability or illness. You can order your capes today at tinysuperheroes.com. Today's episode was recorded and produced by me, Sarah Evans. If you enjoyed the show, please take a quick minute to make sure you are subscribed in iTunes. If you'd like to be the first to know when new episodes come out, join our mailing list. Visit bringingupbenny.com to sign up. There's still time to record what you're thankful for this year and have it featured on the next mini episode. I want you to think about what you are most thankful for as it relates to your family member with special needs. What one thing, what bit of progress or tender moment have you really appreciated from 2015 so far? To record your answer directly from your phone or computer, just visit bringingupbetty.com and click share your story at the top. Today's podcast was brought to you by audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash Betty. If you're looking for more ways to support the show, visit our website and click support. Thanks again for listening and have a great day. It's really funny because people like assume that I must sew a lot. I mean, I do sew a lot, but I sew one thing. Right. <laughs> so they're like, I'm really trying to make this like sweater. And I'm like, I really only know how to sew superhero capes. So I wish I could help you, but I am pretty good at straight lines, you know? <laughs> right.